Welcome. This is Jamie. And this is Donna. The number 159 of the Circus 71 podcast for the week of April 25th, 2023. Happy International Noise Awareness Day. Andrew's laughing. I'm just staring. Well, I mean, I don't get it because if you hear a noise, I'm pretty sure you're going to be aware of it. There you go. I don't know. Coming up on today's show, Pumbaa is getting his own popcorn bucket. And I can't wait to get it. (laughs) Dates have been announced for Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. Disney Vacation Club is invading Fort Wilderness. (laughs) And in our main segment, we do our next installment of Crystal Ball. This is the Circus 71 Podcast. And we are back. Donna here live with each other in person as opposed to when we're live on a video chat in person that's true well no we're not in person we're just through facebook we should just sit across the table from each other and get on facebook because this is weird (laughs) well you need to tell our listeners what we just enjoyed a little uh, mid-podcast break yeah that's true um cannolis holy cannolis holy cannolis they were Quite good from Vivoli. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the specific flavor name. So so it was a chocolate dipped cannoli. So if you can picture a normal cannoli shell that everyone you know can, can imagine. Dipped in chocolate, which I've had that before, like that chocolate shell. But the filling was an Oreo filling and it was to die for. Yeah, it was really good. They It, it disappeared. Quite quickly, and I think, Donna, the only problem with it is we only had two of them. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I cut them in, <laughs> gave you some, gave Andrew some, gave me the biggest piece because they were mine. God. <laughs> you have no shame. I mean, you're supposed to, supposed to be a guest. <laughs> Nevertheless. Um, and this was after eating where, Jamie? Where did we have dinner? Oh, my God. <laughs> I may have consumed 3,000 calories today, <laughs> now that I think about Good it. Good thing you walked, what, 2,000 steps? Or 20,000 steps, uh, excuse me. Yeah, we should, uh, you know, well, I probably already mentioned this at this point at in uh, housekeeping during my day, so. Nevertheless, let's pick up with one of our favorite segments, Crystal Ball. Donna and I are going to make some predictions. Donna knows some of the categories, or topics, things, attractions, whatever, um, this week, but I did think of some others that she is not um, aware of. So to kick things off, Donna, do our revisits. Well, let me just say that Jamie goes, oh, Donna, I didn't bring my laptop. Can I borrow your computer? Oh, absolutely. I come down, my computer's next to him, and he's still on his iPad. I'm like, dude, what happened to the computer? Oh, I didn't share it with you. Instead of sharing the stupid document with me and like letting me into his little bubble, he's like, no, no, I'm good. I'll, I'll just do it on the iPad. Yeah. Although your internet's so good, it kicked me off the Wi-Fi. Womp, womp, womp. All right, so I thought that we needed to revisit earlier park hopping. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair, you're way off <laughs> with June 1st of 2022. But according to my records in our document, my earlier park hopping was just listed as 2023. So I thought it would be Oh, best. yeah, that's BS. Yeah. I thought it would be better if we just... Um, both had fresh guesses. Jamie, remind me, in Disneyland, I know it's 11, but it, has that happened yet? Is that coming soon? What was what was that? Do you remember? Well, if your Wi-Fi didn't drop out, I oh, could tell you would officially. You stop it. Let me look um, myself. I think it has that that did roll out, but I'm not 100% sure <sighs> on that. I'm typing... Let's see. No before you go, maybe, possibly? Where would that even be? Park Hopper ticket. Beginning at 11 a.m. subject to availability. So it definitely has already happened. Um, starting, wow, February 4th, James. Okay, so. And it was announced January 10th. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I like the 11 o'clock. I think it's, it's I, I mean, 
I don't think anybody's hopping really before that unless you do a rope drop and then you're gone. You know, I mean, I think it would be the virtual cue piece and that cue piece. And I think that that's exactly why Disney's done it. Like, okay, these people still have to have the park pass reservation for whatever park it is because they're doing virtual queue in Disneyland as well. Um, and kind of go with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, nevertheless, earlier park hopping. Donna, I'll give you the first go-around. Wow, does it, I would not have guessed February the 4th, Jamie. Yeah, that's pretty wild. So, announcement me January 10th for less than a month later. Wow. Disneyland versus World. Well, and to be fair, and we've talked about this too on the show, the proximity piece with, with Disneyland and Disney California Adventure, you're walking across like a promenade that's the size of a football field. Right. So it's not, you know, any form of transportation needed to go from, from park to park. Oh, gosh. Oh, and you know what else we should do? Time. Like, do we think it'll go to 1 o'clock or to noon? Or... Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Because wasn't, correct me if I'm wrong, was Disneyland not 1 p.m.? I believe it was an hour earlier always. Um, we were there last summer. Andrew, it was 1 o'clock, wasn't it? He thought he was off tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's right. But then that also shoots a hole in the argument about the virtual queue because they have a virtual queue in Disneyland. Yeah, but you'd have to be like waiting to touch in to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. If it's at that same time. But not anymore. Not with what you were saying today about as long as you touched in at a park. Right. Yeah. All right. So are, are we doing both then? Do you want to cat it like. Throw in a when is the change going to happen sure. and to what time? Yeah, I'm waiting for you. Um, golly. I don't believe that summer has sold particularly well. So maybe they make this change as early as summer to maybe entice some folks. Or with potentially less people, they might be kind of, I don't know, I'm not going to say testing the water because it'd be damn near, oh, moon, moon near impossible. It'd be moon near impossible to go back, sorry, to the, to the other uh, time. Oh, gosh, I'm just trying to think and I'm stalling. June 14th, pull that date out of thin air, um, noon. Oh, shoot. Um... I may have to write these down. June 14th. And I'm assuming that's 23, Donna? Yes, sir. Okay. At 12 p.m. Well, obviously p.m. Um, uh, yeah, let me... I think these are going to be easier for me to write down and then input later. I got or, it. You, or you can take the notes. Um, man... I'd like to think it's this year. I, I just don't see it happening at this point. Really? I, I don't think... I don't think they can make the leap that summer bookings are soft because of the park hopping issue. The only thing I think they could make the the association would be possibly the park... People not getting the park hopper tickets. I don't think that's enough for people not to come. Um, so I think there's other issues why people aren't, aren't necessarily coming specifically for the summer. Do you think that making that time change could entice people who are coming to go from base ticket to hopper? I do. Yes. So 100%. I mean, and, and I guess it wouldn't be as big of a clip because if they're looking at less people staying on property, but it's just something to think about. Yeah. Because I, I mean, and we've talked about this on, on air before that. I mean, that, that 2 p.m., even though you do get, you know, let's say magic at, you know, in the summer close at 9, you do get seven hours post-park post hopping. Um, post-park hopping. It's like post-apocalyptic. Post yeah. yeah, but uh. it, it's just, it's the it's the unnecessary restriction that I think Disney floats out there. Um, so to answer when I think earlier park hopping is coming back, I am going to say... January 3rd, 24. Wow. I don't think it's this calendar year. End time? Um, well, since I was so 
what it, what is it in stock terms? Bull and bear. Bull is bad, right? Right. Since I was so bullish on when, I'm going to go bear that the park hopping restriction goes away. Really? That's my guess. I think it, of those two, what if I was predicting what I'm more more likely to be wrong on, it's the stri- restriction going away. All right. Um, all right, so the next one that we need an update on, um, I said June 1st of 2022 for this. Donna cheated a little bit and said January of 2023, so we both agreed we're basically outside of the window. Basically. Um, we are outside of the window for the citizens of Main Street. Oh, man, Jamie. Oh, man. Do you think that they will return? Uh, I think, I think actually the citizens of Hollywood may come back first because that park, I think, could handle entertainment better where people down Main Street tend to just conglomerate anyways to take pictures with the castle. Um, Although I, I don't know if you could take bring back citizens of Hollywood without without the right. citizens of Main Street. Um, and for anybody who doesn't know, these are the, the streetmosphere um, character performers or, you know, whatever you want to say, um, that kind of hang out on Main Street. Um, this is something I, I, I don't know if they come back. I truly don't. Um, Did you ever stop? And I'm being, and I'm not criticizing. I'm asking because I, I will certainly answer this too. Did you ever stop to either watch them interact with guests or interact with them? Interact with them yourself? Never interacted myself. Um, I probably did not do a full stop. I may have done some for Citizens of Hollywood, um, but no, I, I don't think I ever really. Fully stopped, but the, I also don't think that's necessarily because there's always a crowd around them, right? Um, so I don't necessarily think that that casts a huge negative light, um, because it was something I would look at, take notice of, and and kind of keep moving. Um, but that was also in the era of fast pass, so it's one of those things where it seems it's a, it's a shame, right, mm-hmm. that they've cut so much entertainment and that so much the past five six seven years seems like it's just driven by the almighty dollar so in that sense it's a darn shame that they're gone but in the sense of is it impacting my family's enjoyment of the park no right um uh, although i i mean it's one of those things i think in a grand scheme of things it's super awesome to have does it, you know, to your point, ruin anybody's vacation? No, but I also think that element, it's, it's one of those things of, you know, you, you look at details that nobody thinks about or thinks that you need and you realize you needed them all the time. And I think that that's kind of where I stand on it. Um, but to give a date, for me, I'm going to say... I mean, if I have to, because I think this is so far away. Um, I think this is a good topic to revisit, so I'm not going to go super far out, Donna. And I am going to say um, October 1st of 23. Yeah? Just because I think we're going to have to revisit this and kick it down the road again. Well, this is one of the things where, like, where you said when we were just talking about park property and how you think the time restriction would, would go away, I don't see this coming back. I don't either. All right, so then in that case, December 1st. There we go. All right, moving on to another update. Moving to Epcot, Restaurant Marrakesh. (laughs) I originally said October 1st of 2022. Donna said uh, January 15th of 2023. So I was at least a little closer than your 22 date. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, I I don't know what's going on with this restaurant. I, I go back to the Aladdin character meal. I think that's such a home run idea. I'm borderline appalled that they haven't done it yet. 
Okay. So you hear things, you read things. Some of it's true. Some of it's not. I have heard from a person who I very much believe to, to repeat things that he believes to be true. Mm-hmm. That the kitchen was in really, really rough shape. Okay. That it hadn't been cared for and the upkeep wasn't there. Which, to be fair, was third party, not necessarily right. Right, Disney. Right, 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 right. Yep, yep. Um, and that that caused them to have to really gut mm. more than than anyone would have necessarily thought prior to the project. That person also thinks that it is nearing, at this point in time, the ability to be reopened. Interesting. So that said, I appreciate the info. <laughs> right. Um August 1st. Okay. I'm assuming 23. Yes. Okay. Um See the problem is Epcot clearly doesn't need well, yeah, no, this kidding. restaurant. I think that's the thing that that kind of kills it for me. Where I think it can get kicked way further down the road. Um, I'm going to go October 1st. Okay. Of this year. And like I said, I'm keeping it closer because I think it would be better for us to revisit. And again, this this goes back to me. Like the more that they can have reopened, the more you know options there are for folks. And it was pretty enough when we were inside of it when it was the Blue Cross Lounge about a year ago now. Yeah, I've, I've actually never been inside. So with that, we have our new... Things. Okay. Um, and ironically enough, as we hear the booms going off, <laughs> the first thing we are going to talk about is the new Epcot fireworks or new nighttime spectacular. We're assuming there's fireworks. Oh, jeez. Um, what do we think? Oh, man. Now, Jamie, this would not be fair of you to not answer this question. There's not been any sort of timetable for this, right? They haven't said, like, fall or winter or anything. Like, it's just that this is coming. Um, 23. Is really? What they said. This, yes, this calendar year. I, I don't, I don't, mm. I thought they said fall, but I don't want to say that with 100% certainty. Is it as simple as you, the date you've used for the last two, 10 one? Um, it might be. Uh, it, it, I think it's, it's a lot to do with infrastructure because they have two, of the harmonious barges out already, and I right. think it really depends on what the new show is. Um, if it involves drones, I mean that could be tested off site. I mean that's not really a huge thing, you know, that would require infrastructure set up in you know Epcot that you know we, we that would require a huge amount of time. Um, I do think it's going to be ten one actually, but I have a feeling you wanted to go without date. I mean, it's okay. You can have it for the third thing in a row, you pig. I haven't said anything different. You, the only other thing you said was January for, or January third. Excuse me. Okay, new Epcot fireworks. So it's April, May, June, July, August, September, October. That's almost six months out. Do I think it'll be that long? You know what? I'm going to do something different and do September 1. Mm. I would have gone the opposite way. You think? If, yeah. I, if I think it... If it not if not 10-1, I think Christmas. September's think, a low travel time, though, Jamie. If they say our new fireworks show is premiering September 1st... I don't know. If they know that it's... I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I understand that philosophy. And it would also keep it this fiscal year for them. As far as any revenue that would come from it. Yeah, but I actually think they'd kick. They'd want to kick the cost of it to the mm. next fiscal. It's possible. Um, yeah. I'm surprised. I thought you'd take December first. That would have been my... Well, you said you thought you read fall, dude. December's not fall. Oh, in Disney's world it is. That's... Winter doesn't start till like December... Oh, mid-December. 20th or Whatever. something? Yeah. All right. So the next one, we know this is coming in 2023. 
Um, the Hatbox Ghost mm. to the Haunted Mansion. This is a big, or was a big thing, in Disneyland where it was a, you know, when the Haunted Mansion originally opened, they had this animatronic um, yeah. that was uber popular recent and disappeared. Um, so I guess they only had 998 <laughs> ghosts. Um, and then recently returned at some point and then was announced at D23 that Walt Disney World at Magic Kingdom would be getting their own hatbox ghost installed in the Haunted Mansion. So for Christmas this past year, our friends Wallace and Leo got Anthea a subscription, a magazine subscription for Highlights Magazine. Mm -hmm. He gets ridiculously excited when we walk in with a mail or if he comes in from school and he sees, oh, my magazine's here. So that's his magazine. Do you know what else is his magazine? D23? No. Our DVC magazine that we get. Oh, I love that. That's a good one. The Mickey, Mickey the Monner? Whatever Disney Files. Okay, Disney Files. There you go. Mickey Monner was the old one they used to send to pass holders. So the Disney Files magazine, whenever that comes, like, Grubby Paws McGee disappears with it. <laughs> and, like, half the time I don't find it for days because he's, like, hoarding it somewhere. He literally, that when the article was in there about the Hatbox ghost, he was so amped up. I'm like, dude, you don't even know what this is. Like, why are you so excited? But, of course, he's trying to read through it as best as he can. So now our, our little running joke is here, read it and tell me what's important <laughs> to my six-year-old. <laughs> I'm just going to assume there was no date that he gave you the heads up no. on. No, there's no date. Um, it has to be by Halloween. That would be so disappointing. Oh, you know what, Jamie? By the first Halloween party. Which we talked about in housekeeping today. Correct. So has to be early August, I think. I agree. I don't think that they would... I mean, not to say that it's going to kill their sales because it's not. The parties are still going to sell out. It's not going to matter. But as far as like, look what we gave you guys, I could see that being a big thing. Um, I'll go August 1. Yeah, that was the date I was looking at. Neener, neener. Um, Said it first. Don't we play so nice in person? Yeah. (laughs) It's like we played the Scattergories game. Or the... uh, Scrabble game earlier. Yeah. Um, I'll say September 1st. I say it gets delayed. Which it could. Yeah. That's plausible. Yeah. The only thing would be is if it's an exact carbon copy of what they've done in, in Disneyland, which they know is working. Yeah, we just don't know where it's going. Didn't they just talk about it being in the scene with the bride? No. No, they don't know where it's going. I don't know where I got that from. I think that's a lot of people surmise that. Or posited that, if you will. Um, But no, I don't think that's officially been announced. Okay, so the next thing we have on our list, and we've seen the construction of it. The new Polynesian DVC Tower. Isn't that lovely in person? I mean, it borderline looks like a prison. It does right now. And Jamie, with its proximity to the wedding pavilion... Every time that we pass it, which is fairly frequently with where we live and, and kind of, you know, different places that we cut through to see property to get to, like, these brides paid so much money. Tens of thousands. And yeah. did they know, and our Disney can do whatever the, you know what, the whatever the moo they want, but it still sucks. Like, did they know that there was going to be, like, these crazy huge construction walls as their limo pulls in yeah. to, to the pavilion that there's going to be this giant prison-looking structure being built? It's just, it's an eyesore. Yeah, it was, um, as, as Andrew and I were walking off um, and we passed by the range from Oak Trail this morning, like, that's what you're teeing off into. Like, yeah. It's pretty wild to see, and it's just... Super distracting, and I, I, I don't want to say it's going to be. I think it's going to be beautiful because I don't know that. Um, it's going to be better than what it is. Was it a good decision? I, I don't know. We're gonna to have to wait and see the final product. But I think the biggest thing that I hate about it is that it's another stupid tower. Yeah. The Polynesian Village has such a cool feel because it's all of the longhouses. Right. And at least with the Grand Floridian, when they built the, the what are you making the face for? What? I'll tell you off podcast. All right. When they built the Grand Floridian's DVC building, they tried to make it look similar to the main building right. and even the outer buildings of the Grand Floridian. This to me is just like, screw all of that. We're putting in as many rooms as we can. And the only way to do that is to go vertical. 
Yeah, or, or and in in fairness, I mean it's not my favorite from the outside or whatever, but Bay Lake Tower does look aesthetically very close to contemporary. I right, a hundred percent. I mean, I know it's the curve as opposed to the A frame, but they look like they go together. A hundred percent. So, date. We know this is twenty twenty four. Right. Okay, and this is probably thinking way too far into it, especially with what construction delays will likely end up happening. But we know that the Disney um, Disneyland Hotels DVC Tower is opening in September in California. Do we think it's fair to say it would be exactly, not exactly, but, you know, next September? Are they looking to do, you know, one about a year later? I don't know. Can it be done in a year and a half? Gosh, I don't know. It's flying up. I think the construction is actually going to move on this. Um, I, I think DVC is going to run into a problem where they're actively selling too many properties. Like Alani still selling after 157 years. Um, <laughs> you have the, the Disneyland Tower. You Riviera. have Riviera. The Disneyland Tower is going to sell very quickly, in my opinion. That I don't know about. I'm on the fence. Honestly, the only way you get to use your points as a DVC member in Disneyland is if you own out there. Or pay cash. Yeah? I don't know. We'll That's talk about that. I use your points. Um, I don't think it's going to take that long. My, I think this is going to be... Well, they may... I mean, it may be delayed based on... I think a DVC thing versus a construction thing. Um, I'm going to go July 1st. I think it's summer that this opens. Okay. So Jamie, July 20, 1st. No, no, 24. 24. Sorry, poor brain. Um, I go with September 1st just for funsies. Okay. All right. So this is the layer. No, we have a couple more that we've talked about. Um, the center spine of Epcot, where Epcot, the middle crater, <laughs> world celebration, completely done can i please repeat to you what i said off podcast which was we might have grandchildren by then yeah <laughs> i am just so sick of the construction laws at epcot jamie like i honestly my son does not remember they're not being construction walls up yeah and it's there's a weird cut through that they've opened up like now that – and I walked it literally today um, where you can get kind of close to Journey of Water, like the front side. Oh, yeah? But they still have the side open that that we've had to go through yeah. by Living Seas for forever at this point. But the only play way, way you can go is up to Spaceship Earth, the exit, you know, where Project Tomorrow is. Make a right where you're in between a bunch of, you know, trees – and then it dumps you out like right in front of Coral Reef entrance. So I know it's eventually they're gonna that right side is gonna get shut down, but it's just weird how they've done it already with seemingly nowhere to go. Um Jamie, they've redone the paths that you can walk around that monstrosity half a dozen times. Right. At one point in time they walked us right by something. Gosh, it was years ago now, but right by an area that I swear there was like sewage nearby. You had to hold your breath walking through, like, a major artery that they gave you to walk through at Epcot. Yeah. I I, I don't know why they really didn't just work on one side. And then, I mean, I guess they kind of opened up Connections Eatery and things like that. But the whole crater of Epcot is just so, so big. Um, this, I think this is late. I think this is December 1st of this year. I'm sorry, Jamie. Did you say, um, please forgive me. I'm still trying to process while we're talking. Did you tell our listeners that they have, they, Disney has said it will be 2023? Uh, I don't think I did. No. Disney did announce this, the, the center spine, which Iger did say is the completion of Epcot. Um, no. Oh, you didn't hear that? What an idiot. Yeah, he said the the opening of Journey of Water is going to be the final piece of the Epcot project. What? Which we I drove drove by. I rode by the oh, I was on the monorail into Epcot today. 
like the weeds in front of the Wonders of Life Pavilion, unbelievable. Like it could be its own forest. <laughs> oh, Walt would be proud. He could just put the uh, uh, the Latin names of the plants in front of them. Dumpster fire. Um, I can't believe they said that. That's so against the Disney everything. Like that it will that literally will never be finished. Oh no no no! I, it wasn't in the context of forever and ever. Just like there's no project for Epcot like that on the horizon. Yeah, that that portion is now done. There's no other announcement planned for Epcot. That that was the context of what he said. That's still bizarre though, with that whole pavilion closed. Yeah, because was that not the pavilion that they were using for festivals? It was until they gutted it for play. <sighs> so, um, my date for that is December 1st. Did I say Yes, that? you said okay. December the 1st. Jamie, I don't think so. I think this is going to be another one of those. Oops! I think it's going to be 24, and I'm going to go February 1st. I I would be very surprised. I feel reasonably confident. Like they have to. I, I mean, and the other thing is... There's, I mean, what do they have? Dreamers Point and planting trees, and that some of those sculptures like that's not going to take long. They can lay concrete in weeks, so that's my prediction. We'll see. All right, we are at thirty. I think we did one, two, three, four new ones, Jim. Yeah. Um. Oh, the last ones were so good too. Go ahead. Um, all right. Well, you know, we'll do them, and you know, um, let's look at. Tiana's Bayou Adventure, opening in 2024, announced by Disney. Anthony asks, every flippin' time that we go, and every time he looks at his MK map, where it says, coming soon, or coming in 20... What does it say? Coming soon, 20, Hold on. Hold, please. You talk. I look. Did you know, um, I, and I was looking at this today, they chopped the tree off of Splash? Yes. Yeah, it's gone. All right, let's see. It says Tiana's Body Adventure coming 2024. So literally, it says it, but I still get, Mama, when's Tiana's Body Adventure <laughs> opening? I think they want to get this thing up and running. Oh, absolutely. It's it's such a, a people eater. And Splash was, you know, relatively speaking, a crowd pleaser that people wanted to go to that attraction. Um, and it'll take some heat off of Big Thunder, too. Yeah, Big Thunder. I mean, you have Tron pulling people to the other side, but if yeah. you're in Frontierland, like, it's Big Thunder. Um, man, I just don't know what they're doing to the inside is the problem. Whether everything's just getting ripped out, you know, how many... Although they did say in the announcement dozens of new animatronics are coming, which is an interesting statement. Um, dozens could be 24, and animatronics could be a bird. Right. Well, they did say, and I think I read that or heard um, the original Splash had like 68. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like a ridiculous amount. Um, uh, I'm going to say, you know what? I think it's for Memorial Day. That's not a bad guess at all. So I'm going to go. I have to look at my calendar. Well, go ahead. You can talk and I'll give you, because I don't know. what I think it's the 27th. So I'm going to say May 24th of 24. That has a nice ring to it, too. The 24, 5, 24, 24. Yeah. Oh, let's see. By summer? It closed in January. You think it can be that quick? 15, 18, 16 months? 18 months. Or, well, 12 and 5, 17. Yeah, I do. How long was Maelstrom closed? <laughs> like three years. Mal Maelstrom had the problem going to Frozen Ever. I mean, that was closed way too long, but that had the issue of audio sinkage, which I, I don't necessarily, like, trying to sync up the boats and time everything, I think was their big issue. Well, there, there was um, footage of some of the bigwigs the last few days that Splash was open. I think we even talked about it on the show that it's believed that they were listening to whatever the new audio overlay would be. Right. And um, Maelstrom also added track. Maelstrom, I think, also did something to make it more ADA accessible. Did they not? That I don't know. I mean, that may be because of the additional track. Okay. But I, that I, I don't know of. 
I mean, I guess if all they're doing is ripping it out and redecorating it, that's plausible. I think it's a sense of urgency to get it open, and it's one of the big... I think it's the biggest thing coming in 2024, really. Provided the Epcot spine opens in 2023. Um, let me look. I'm going to my 2024 calendar, Jamie. Let's see. Orange County Spring Break is the week of March 18th. Why not? March 18th. Okay. Okay. Now, for our next prediction, Crystal Ball... Um, and we, I should also mention, have guesses for the Disney dining plan coming back. Um, I said June 1st of this year. Donna has said August 1st of this year, which isn't looking too good right now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But we did want to throw out a different type of crystal ball prediction um, with Disney dining plan pricing. And we do have to set some parameters here because we are totally making the assumption with this discussion that when the dining plan comes back, I mean, there, there will, I would be shocked if there weren't tiers, right? Like some sort of like options in there, James, as there always have been like deluxe. Yes, 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 yes. So right now, Jamie and I are framing this discussion around what I would call the traditional dining plan. One table service credit, one um, quick service credit and two snacks per person per night. So, Jamie, just adult price we'll talk about today? Yeah, and for um, reference in 2019, which was the last <laughs> right. full year it was in operation, um, it was $75.50 essentially per adult per night, $28 for child. That was a steal for kids, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think it went up maybe a couple of bucks in 2020. I like think I remember 79. I was going to say, I think I remember yeah. 79 for some reason. It could have been 78 99 yeah. for all I remember. But I, that, I think I remember, because you and I did that one presentation with Pixie, remember? That we talked about the dining plan and we ran numbers and showed like how you really could have a nice savings Yes. Okay, so let's, for argument's sake, should we say 78 Sure. Okay. In 2019. In 2019. Or 2020. No, that would be 2020, right. And at this point in time, we're looking at maybe 23, but maybe more likely 24, right? If and when. So three and a half to four years later, we know that dining prices have increased multiple times since 2020. Even for, for like things like water, pretzels, everything. Everything has increased multiple times since then. I would like to think that they're going to try to keep it under 100 and like be like 99. But I don't know, James. I don't know that they can with what they've currently priced. You know, even like character. If, if you do a character dining, some places you're at $57, $58 per adult. So you do a character meal and then you do a quick service meal. You're darn near that $100 anyway. Yeah, but also in fairness, I think it was like that before too. Like, if you did a character meal and a quick service, you were probably in the ballpark. Yeah. Um, it's funny you said the 99, because that's kind of where I was thinking. Because, man, uh, if they break 100, that's 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 tough. Uh, uh, when I say tough sell, I think that all of our listeners know, I, Jamie nor I, sell anybody on anything. Right. We give people information. If a client asks, hey, what would you do? I 100% give my honest answer. But I never say, oh, I think the dining plan is a really good thing for you to buy. That's just that's just not how either of us operate our business. Right. Um, but I think when when talking about prices, man, if I tell people like, well, for for one hundred and seven dollars per adult per night, you know, then, then that could end up being, um, you know, a little bit a little bit of, of a bigger pill to swallow when you're looking at five adults, you know, or or five people. And three are adult age, 10 plus, maybe four are adult age, 10 plus. That's a big expenditure. I think the 99 is a good number because essentially from 2020, it's it's basically a $20 increase. So $5 a year if it starts in 24, which is not absurd. Right. Um, but I don't know if they can. Yeah, that... Uh, because people will compare that and say, oh, in 2020, it was 79. Now it's a $20 increase. That's, you know, you're looking at, you know, essentially a 20% jump. Um, I'm going to go 89. 
Yeah. Uh, I'll go. I'll go on the super positive side. I don't think they break three digits. I don't. I'd be surprised by that. I'll go 97. Fair. I think that's good. Okay, and we have one last one that we'll go over, which Donna does not know this one. Oh, goody, goody gumdrops. Which is super surprising because this is right up Donna's alley. Okay. When is the Figment meet and greet debuting? Oh, I don't know how I didn't think to ask about my buddy. Didn't they say the summer? I uh, thought they'd said the summer. Oh, uh, that was announced recently. I really um, think they said the summer. I don't think we have a date this summer, but I think we have, like, the commitment to it being. For some reason, I thought fall. But oh no, you're right, Donna. This summer, and specifically, it says later this summer. Okay. So, what's the starting date for um, Food and Wine Jam? July twenty seventh, I believe. That's what I want. Because I could see it being, like, something tied to Figment with the festival and, hey, come meet him. All right, so later this summer. So just for kicks, summer 2023 dates. For the record, that is June 21st through September 23rd. So it very easily could be significantly later than my July date. You said what, Don? July 27th, the first day of the festival. I don't think that's a bad guess. No, it's not. July 20... Oh, that's 2024. Hang on. July 27th is a Wednesday. No, that was what it was in 2022. Wow. <laughs> July 27th is not a Tuesday. It is a Thursday. That's kind of odd. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good guess. Uh, just to be different, I'll say... Is it really going to open on a Tuesday? Um, I want to give you a little bit of a buffer. I'll go August 1st. <laughs> Did you hear me? Well, I was going to say July 30th because that's the Sunday. You're such a turd. Um, yeah, I don't think it opens much later than that. Like, September 1st makes no sense. Theoretically, you could do August 1st, but I don't know. But... Nevertheless, updated predictions, new predictions should be see interesting to see what kind of shakes out over the next well, I mean, we're in the 2024 with these um predictions which causes a bit of a problem, Donna, that means we have to keep the podcast going until at least then. Boom, boom. Um I'm very 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 curious about the Epcot Spine project. I hope you're right. I hope Disney's right. We'll see. Um, in any case, you're going to ask me about next week, right? Yes, Donna. What are we doing next week? Top five and five. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> That's how we plan things here on the show. <laughs> we do plan like big chunks of the show and then we get to the end of our plan and we're like, oh crap, now what's next? Uh, so top five and five, we have a couple of cool ideas for that. If you have any cool ideas to share with us, please feel free to send those our way. Um, thank you guys for listening. This was a long one. As always, we hope you have a great week and we'll see you real soon. All right, Donna, on to the news. First, starting in Disney's Animal Kingdom, Pumbaa Popcorn Bucket will debut with a special lanyard for the 25th anniversary of Disney's Animal Kingdom, um, which was this past Saturday, Earth Day, April the 22nd. Yeah, um, I'm like stupid excited about this. <laughs> it's so funny because when the Simba Popcorn Bucket came out, Jamie, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't that one of, like, the first, besides the Christmas ones, which have been around forever, wasn't that one of, like, the first specialty ones, the Simba one? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, you know what? I think you might be right, Donna. Yeah. So here's why I believe that to be true. And I could be totally off. But I think I remember at the time going, I'm not paying, like, insert here for a popcorn bucket, I have the normal ones, yada, yada, blah, blah. And then I had like instant regret once they stopped selling them because Anthony's nursery, his bedroom was all Lion King. I was like, right. oh, so sweet to have had, blah, blah, blah. I'm in a local group on Facebook. And this clearly has to be said in the podcast for anyone who's interested because it's a phenomenal group. It's called the Buy Nothing Movement. 
So I'm in the buy nothing group for my local area. And you can give away things that like, you know, you were just going to throw in the trash can and you'd be surprised what people can find use for or like old toys of the kids that you wanted to give away. Um, well, I was actually gifted from that buy nothing group a Simba Simba popcorn bucket because I, I commented and said I would love this insert story here of wish I would have bought it because my son's nursery was um, Lion King and and the person chose me for the gift. So I have the Simba popcorn bucket. So when I then saw that Puma's coming, I just have to have them. Right, honey? You know, it's it's super cute. I I do have to say that um, I I like that that they have the special lanyard as well as, as minimal as that may be. Um, But like the Epcot 40th, I like that they changed that for, for, um i don't remember the price of them before does 2069 sound like what it was sounds about right yeah for some reason i thought it was like 18 19 but i I gotta say even for like 20 dollars with the served with the popcorn i i don't think it's an unreasonable souvenir i really really don't well, you're going to say that to convince your wife. I just hope they serve it with the regular popcorn, not the weird, like, sugar-coated colored popcorn. I don't. I didn't think they had any specialty in Animal Kingdom. I thought that was just an Epcot thing. They, we got it at MK with Mr. Toad. Oh. Oh, oh, like the multicolored, you mean? Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that I don't know. Um uh oh well the the rainbow came with figment but that kind of made sense because it was for but it was rainbow for mr toad too right yeah that i don't get as much um and it certainly wasn't left over from figment (laughs) um but no i i love these things i i don't know why but i just think they're really really cute and, and like i said not unreasonable price souvenirs my biggest complaint is this their size i mean obviously they have to be but they get a little big to be you know displayed around the house yeah i mean that that's certainly a fair fair argument but and i also really like that disney's really you know we do harp on them for nickel and diming rightfully so but they are not hardcore on you know you can bring these back seemingly forever well and also with dcl you can bring them on dcl and get them refilled at the movie theater Mm. yeah that's fair too because didn't you tell me you saw simba on your disney dream cruise last summer that's where we bought it (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah it was i mean that's which is really odd because you would think on Disney Cruise Line they would have, like, kind of jump on this movement. I mean, it doesn't even have to be something, but imagine, like, a Disney Dream or Fantasy popcorn bucket. Yeah. Like, why is that not a thing? That would be really cute. I mean, even, like, a an anchor or a life preserver or something. Like, there's so many different cute things they could do. Or somehow, like, the Aqua Mouse or Aqua Duck. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a cute idea too. Should work for DCL popcorn in the, <laughs> in there the you popcorn go. distribution uh, management team. I'm still cranky that the popcorn's not included. With with so many other quality inclusions with DCL, I'm cranky that when you go into the theater, you don't get a little popcorn to take with you. Oh, oh, meaning okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, I, I don't. Because, again, they have so many other quality inclusions, the soda, the things like that, that you don't see on other cruise lines. I just think it'd be a nice touch. Yeah, and even, like, I mean, you could almost make the case of, like, certain things of candy. Like, why not do, like, one candy bar or something? Like, something. But, I don't know. Nevertheless, you want to take it to our other story, our next story, I should say? Okay, so next up is that Trattoria Al Forno at Disney's Boardwalk will be closing for what they are calling a short refurbishment. Um, And this, of course, is just the pizza window, Jamie. (laughs) Slightly misleading article title. Um, Not the restaurant itself. So it's both. um, And the pizza window. 
Got it. Yes, six days? What is it's an important a, word. A six-day closure? What is that even for? Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, through the seven, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, seven-day. Wow. Yeah, unfortunately, the when I wanted breakfast is June 14th. That's why I was all <laughs> over this wondering why I couldn't make a reservation for breakfast. It's epic. Nice. Um, but I, I do think, um, I mean, I'm not going to, for limited breakfast offerings at Flying Fish. That's ridiculous. Um but uh, the pizza window, they're serving something somewhere, I thought I read. Or did I misread that? Jamie, I'll tell you. When the Wave restaurant was closed and they were redoing that space and the whole downstairs lobby of the Contemporary, they served the Wave at California Grill. And Andrew and I went one day for breakfast. And man, oh, man, it was wave pricing California Girl View. It was mm. spectacular. So I don't know if it's worth considering for you to go inside Flying Fish. Because I know you haven't dined there. Or at least I don't think you dined there. I don't know no, if that would be interesting. In oh, you did? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Liked it. Very much so. Um, okay. And the pizza window will be temporarily re- relocated to a new spot. Um, but we don't know where that will be. Um, I just want the... Freaking Bon Voyage breakfast back. What is going on there? That's weird. That was a really popular one. Really, really popular. So I'm surprised. Yeah. I I, I have a feeling at this point it may not be coming back. We'll see. So. Well, something that we know is not coming back. Um, (laughs) Trails and restaurant officially closed at Disney's Fort Wilderness. Um, with seemingly no announced closing date, Donna? I mean, it just kind of mentioned it was closing, but I don't remember that we had um, an actual specific date. So it's Uh funny you bring that up. I actually did dining for a client who travels in early June, and Trails M was on their list. So, of course, I had to break the news to them that it would not be be open. And I went just to, like, triple check myself because I knew that they had announced a closure and then it was pushed. Right. Uh, I I went on to triple check and I swear, Jamie, it said in like, you know, like the the pop up red print that comes up, Mm -hmm. even if it's, you know, for a pool closure or whatever. I think it had a date there. Oh, interesting. Okay, I I don't remember reading that, but I I was obviously mistaken. Um, The location will reopen later this summer. Um, And this was previously reported as late 2023, so it's opening earlier, or at least anticipated. Um, Currently, P&J Southern Takeout Mobile Ordering and the Chuck Wagon Food Truck are still available to guests. Yay! Yeah, we have another story that we're closing with today at uh, Fort Wilderness, which we'll get to in a little bit. But I think this is sad. When we went there with you guys, I, I really enjoyed it. No, I enjoyed the buffet style too. And I've had I had many guests do the family style and, and really report good things. I think it just comes down to it wasn't the easiest place to get to. So I think that that was part of its um, demise for sure. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, on the same token, you still have hoop-de-doo review. And I mean, now there's no table service for people staying at Fort Wilderness unless you do the dinner show. Yeah. So, I don't know. Go ahead, Donna, with a big, 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 big story. A scary big story? Spooky big. (laughs) Uh, Dates were finally announced for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at Disney's Magic Kingdom. So, we have um, some details as far as dates and pricing goes. The parties will kick off August 11th. That party almost always sells out fairly quickly, the first party of the season, going through November 1st. As you may well know, uh, it's a limited capacity ticketed event starting at 7 p.m. and going through midnight. Guests staying on property already have, um, excuse me, do not, uh, starting April 27th, have access to um, purchasing tickets, and then the general public will start May 2nd. So there are a handful, six dates in August, the 11th, 15th, 18th, 22nd, 25th, and 29th. September really picks up the 1st, 4th, 8th, 10th, 12th, 15th, 17th, 19th, 22nd, 24th, 26th, 28th, 29th, 
In October, there's an additional one, two, three, four dates beyond what I just rattled off for September. And then, of course, November the 1st. Um, they have um, confirmed that Boo to you Halloween Parade, It's Good to Be Bad, will be back, which is amazing. Um, performed twice nightly. We know that um, Not So Spooky Spectacular will be happening. Um, we know that the Sanderson sisters will be back, uh, the specialty fireworks, the whole nine yards. And as in previous years, guests can enter the park as early as 4 p.m. So if you don't have park commission for that day, you can enter starting at 4 p.m. Jamie, I don't see prices on this article, but I know I poked around and they did not increase that much since last year because I had a guest flat out ask me and I looked. Yeah, I, I know the opening night because that's probably i mean that's that's when we would we're going to be going um val and i is 149 um and then i think like august 15th it drops like 40 dollars. it's like 109 you know the next next date um dvc ap can get 10 dollar discounts on i believe they said select nights donna but i don't they have not to my knowledge published which nights is that correct i don't think we'll see that until the 27th until personally. we go in gotcha that that's kind of what i was thinking as well um i love this i that, uh, i go back and forth which one i like better not so scary or, or very merry but this is this is an awesome time um there was one thing that i thought we should mention for any of our listeners who are going to the parade tron light cycle run will be using a virtual queue during um, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, um, which I think is a phenomenal idea. I really like it because then that way, if it would have queued, which I think it could have, if it would have queued a substantially long line during the party, people aren't choosing to spend their entire party admission just in line for that. Right. No, I, I think it's it's a better, no pun intended, mousetrap. Um, you know, to, to, to do it. I, I think it's a much, much smarter idea. No, I, I think it's absolutely great. So um, one other story in relation to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is that new characters will be appearing in Mickey's Boo to You Halloween Parade this um, party season. Um, and this was all announced as part of Disney's Halfway to Halloween uh, event, I guess you could say, Donna. Or, Celebration. Yeah, press event. Um, Disney didn't specify what new characters would appear, but they wrote on the Disney Parks blog, you may even spot some ghoulish new faces this year. Um, we did confirm that the Disney, or we, <laughs> Disney did confirm that the Disney villains, Disney heroes, Haunted Mansion graveyard diggers, and other favorite characters would return to the parade. So, interesting. What new characters we might be seeing in Boo to You this year? It's a great parade. So, as long as they're not going to, like, cut out, like, you just said one of the big buzzwords for me, the grave diggers. I love watching them with the shovels, creating the sparks, you know, down the asphalt of, of Main Street. So, so stinking cool. Uh, so as long as they're not replacing, I'd rather see them add than replace. We need to do an episode now that I'm thinking, and uh, you'll see how this ties in in a minute, um, of, of like this or that, or, you know, would you rather, or whatever, you know, however you want to title it. Um, what would, if one was gone, what would you be more upset about? The Grave Diggers? Or the toy soldiers at Very Merry? Uh, I think for me, it would actually be the toy soldiers. That Yeah, Andrew mumbled it right away. As soon as you posed the question, he said toy soldiers. And I, I think that that's, that that's probably true. That would, it, they would both stink. But I think that the toy soldiers are just so iconic that I'd really be sad to see that parade without them. And, and they, they're... You know, shuffling of their feet really goes along, I think, with the music as well. Mm -hmm. it, it makes a big um, deal. So, but love the grave diggers, and super excited to see what what the new faces are going to be. I mean, you know, Anthony wanted like a toy soldier, a real person toy soldier for Christmas <laughs> one year, right? Didn't Mr. G dress up as that or something? Or did I? Make no. No, we ended up, we bought him a costume and wrote him a note from Santa 
saying, I understand that you wanted a toy soldier for Christmas. You can be your own toy soldier or some nonsense like that. Oh. So he has a toy soldier costume that he will march around the house on occasionally. Well, that works. <laughs> so, all right, Donna, let's wrap it up with an interesting one. Yeah, this this one is a is a little bit odd, especially when you get into some of the nitty gritty, which I'm not sure that we will hear. But in general, it's it's an interesting one. So most folks are probably aware that there are cabins at the Fort Wilderness property. They're remote. Um, all of my clients that I've ever booked in them, which has been few over the 12 years I've been selling travel because they're so remote, have all chosen to rent golf carts because otherwise it's really a, a haul to, to get around the property. Uh, well, um, they are going to be replaced with 350 new DVC cabins um, coming in 2024. The um, concept art, I have to say, I really don't care for it. I actually thought that the other cabins were kind of cute. Um, the way that they were laid out and, you know, the porch with their own little grill and everything like that. These look a little too much like prefab drop-ins, which I'm sure they will be. Um, so Disney said that they will be bringing, quote, refreshed cabin hideaways to Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and campgrounds, offering guests a private retreat in the midst of nature with many of the comforts of home. Um, so the design concept offers a fresh take on the current cabin, inspired by the resort's idyllic setting, while also playing homage to the resort's unique culture and heritage through the magic of Disney storytelling. Um, they're going to sleep up to six folks um, with a bedroom, a bedroom, guys, a bathroom, a bathroom, a living room, a full kitchen, and the private patio um, with some of them expected to be dog friendly. So I will say um, that sounds pretty familiar to the pretty similar rather to the current cabins that sleep six. This is the same. It was a bunk bed set. It was a pull out sleeper sofa and it was um, a, a queen bed in the bedroom. But with one bathroom, that's that's rough. <sighs> okay. I have a few thoughts on this. One, um, when I first saw this, I text you immediately. Because as a DVC member, I was excited. Um, I've never stayed at Fort Wilderness. You know, cabins, campsites, anything like that. Um, so that opportunity, I thought, was really cool. So I was excited about that. I fully agree with you. The concept art of this this modular, modern cabin in Fort Wilderness, it doesn't go. Mm -mm. It, you know, it doesn't. And it's done because it's going to be cheaper than, you know, either gutting an existing cabin or replacing it with something that, I don't know, looks like a cabin and not some modular small house. Um that's so, exactly what it looks like. It's like an overgrown tiny home. Exactly. <laughs> it, no, 100%. I think that's, that's a huge part of the problem. Because, to be fair, Disney could have just as easily done 350 of these cabins on the site of Reflections. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And put it there um, with its own pool and, you know, whatever, like they're claiming is coming here. Um, so I, I think... That's part of, of my issue with it. I don't like the concept art. Don't like how it looks. Um, and man, Fort Wilderness, other than really, you know, I mean, no, I can't even say Blizzard Beach because that was tagged with Frozen. Maybe Typhoon Lagoon to a certain extent is like the one of the last remnants of Disney that wasn't like messed with. It had a the charm of Fort Wilderness, and and, and here's the other thing that I, I I like as a DVC member, don't like for anybody else, is that people who now went to Fort Wilderness year after year after year after year, are now third in line. Yeah, to get these cabins. It goes. To, it will go to the people who buy the ownership first. Um, make it their home resort at 11 months, then seven months it goes to any other DVC direct member. And then after that time period, what's left is sold off to the general public. Like that, that's something because I think Fort Wilderness is so 
you know, annual to people, you know, that, that go, oh, every Halloween, every Christmas, like people aren't going to decorate, not that they've decorated cabins, but you know, it's not, I just don't like the look of it. Really, really don't. And you know what's even crazier, Donna, that goes into what we were talking about or what you were talking about, about the the prefab modular kind of look? Mm -hmm. This is opening in 2024. So that's exactly what it is. 100%. There's no way it's not. Um, I saw a funny comment, and this is the last thing I'll say because we're we're a little longer on time. Um, But I actually read a funny comment. It was by another Pixie agent. who, who said something to the effect of it's going to be interesting when they deed a modular home as something that's, you know, can, can be a shared deed and, and all this other stuff that, you know, what happens if the module, modular home itself doesn't last as long as the TVC contract? And then what? Yeah. That's fair. So, I don't know. Don't like ending on a sad story. Like I said, as a DVC member, excited to get that opportunity, but Man, would have been so much better and cooler if they just went with like building log cabins and doing it right. Yeah, that would have been really neat, actually. Like if it looked like Lincoln Logs or something. Yeah. So, or with, I mean, what they currently look like. Um, <laughs> so, with that, Donna, let's take a quick break and we will be back looking at our crystal ball. 